Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Economy. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate the time you are taking to listen and share this podcast on your social media platform. Star ratings for the podcast are also welcome. Returning and new listeners are such a pleasure to me. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can get notifications when I post something new. I am a licensed mental health professional, but this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. This is for entertainment purposes only. All necessary information about the episodes will be in the show notes. All right, let's get to it. So much is happening in this world today. And it's really having a negative effect on so many people. And it's just not the things that are happening in other countries, but it can be things that are happening right in the middle of your home. And the thing is, many of us don't know why we are having certain reactions to people that are really close to us. And so we may blame it on so many different things. And we may really just be blaming it on that person. But the reality is there are other things that are controlling us. In order for someone to be able to control us or have the power over us, something has to be lacking. Those things could easily be self-esteem, connection, finances, security, safety, food, water, love, care, health, physical issues, mental health. There are a number of things that could be lacking. If any of these areas lack, then someone with resources or perceived power can easily influence people's mind, persuade people to do what they want, or simply overtake. And it may compromise, may make you easily to be compromised because of the lack. Easily vulnerable to whatever somebody's intentions are because there is a lack. This can also cause blind spots in the way that we think or the way that we handle certain situations. When you put people in survival mode, it will cause them to do things that they would not normally done had they not been in lack. We say things like, I would never do that. But unfortunately, that statement is not factual because there are so many things that can be introduced that could force a person's hand or take over their ability to stop themselves. Some things seem obvious, but other things are so very subtle that they are not as obvious as you would think that they would be. We can self-sabotage 
relationships, friendships, connections, and not always do it on purpose. We could risk our freedom, our lives when we are in lack. Because the thing is, we don't know what we're really doing because we're just trying to survive. When you do things or when we do things or act on thoughts and emotions, the brain will always release some form of hormones and chemicals to support that behavior, whatever that behavior is. So it could be a behavior that's positive. It could be a behavior that's negative. But the thing is, every action that you do will be supported by a chemical that the brain will release. It becomes easier and easier to repeat a behavior because the brain provides you with hormones that make it difficult to deviate from that pattern of behavior. So you have to ask yourself, is what I'm doing something that is going to be helpful to me or to others? Is this behavior that I have right now, is it something that I hope to continue? So what can you do about undesirable behavior? I would suggest that the first thing that needs to be done is to acknowledge the behavior and admit to yourself that this may be a problem. I know that when I was dealing with um, negative behaviors as a result of drinking alcohol, I recognized after having the, dr the drink or the next day that my physical body has some very negative consequences as a result of the drinking and that um, my mind was altered. And the thing is, is sometimes people don't take notice of those things, but they happen. Anytime there's a substance involved, there becomes an alteration of the brain. And we don't have to know the science behind it but that doesn't make it not true. Identify, number two is identify the things that trigger you and trigger that type of behavior. And then, tr then try to figure out how to immediately separate yourself from it. Sometimes that means you have to change the environment that you're in so you can get help that you need. You may have to separate yourself from people, from an environment, or from a, so a source that is causing a problem for you. So for me, when it meant I needed to absolutely stop drinking alcohol, that means whatever alcohol I may have had on hand, I had to pour it out. I had to pour it down the drain. Now, I know that it was easy to just get in my vehicle and then go get more. But the first thing that I had to do was make it so that it wasn't so easily accessible to me that I could have a moment to get clear headed. 
So I had to do something immediately first to remove the thing that was going to easily make it or make it easier for me to continue with that thing. So figure out what that thing is and then do something drastic to separate yourself from it. Number three, talk to someone that may be able to recognize some common themes that you may not be able to see. Sometimes people can give you some insight as to what they see. And if you're open to it, you may act on that. But the thing is, is when you don't converse with others, it does make it that much more difficult to be able to see some blind spots. Four, decide what your goal is for changing the behavior. What is the goal? When For me, and I keep using you know, me for alcohol because that's the only thing that I know how to do right now is to draw off of my own issues, past issues. With me, the goal was is to be physically and mentally healthy. And in order for me to be physically and mentally healthy, I had to remove anything that is going to counter that. So for me, alcohol was going to make it very impossible for me to get healthy mentally and physically. So know what the goal is first, because not having a goal means you don't have a direction. You don't have nothing to guide you to get to that. So maybe it is to repair your marriage, to repair your work relationships. It might be to um, buy a house. So it may be you got issues with finances. So if you know what the goal is, then you can work towards reaching that goal. It has to be in plain sight. The goal has to be in plain sight and very much something that you speak to in order to go after it. Number five, come up with a plan of action. Like, so for me, when it was the, you know, getting mentally and physically healthy, I had to figure out what that was going to take. So I thought about, okay, what foods could I eat that was going to help support good health? What things could I listen to? What things could I watch? What activity could I get involved with that will help with my physical health? So I had to come up with these things that I know that would support my goal. So if it is a relationship that you're trying to, you know, get healthy, then for you, it might be going to counseling, taking yourself out on dates with the person, maybe opening up communication, being um, better at listening, being better at not judging. So listening to people without just responding, validating feelings, normalizing uh, certain activities that somebody does as a result of being attacked or whatever. So you have to have some kind of plan that's going to support the goal that you have. Six, list steps to get there. Now, if you don't even have a step one, a step two, a step three, then 
how do you reach the goal? If you're planning a trip and the, the goal is, is to get to New York City, well, you have to map something out to get there, right? You have to, what highway should I take, right? Um, what car should we drive? How much money will we need? And what do we do in case of detours or weather or some other thing that you can't um, know ahead of time? What do we do in case of these things happening? So step one is to first figure out the route. Step two is to get get um, gas for the vehicle. Step three is the pack. Step four is to put things in a car. Step five is to get in the car and start driving. <laughs> you see what I mean? So there has to be steps to get to the goal. You have to come up with a plan and then you have to list the steps to get there. And lastly, share your plans and your goal with somebody that you trust or somebody that is wise or somebody that is supportive. Share what you intend on doing so people can be supportive. When I first made a decision that I was going to get mentally and physically healthy and I knew that alcohol was one of the things that was preventing that from happening, I shared with my family, I'm not drinking anymore. And when I did that, they would not offer me a drink. They would not plan an event that was going to be mainly surrounded by alcohol. And the thing is, is they thought about things that they could substitute for me, substitute for alcohol for me. And that shows support of my decision to not drink. So when you share your plan of action with somebody or your share your goal with somebody that loves you, that cares about you, that is willing to support you, then it will help enforce the, the goal. It will help enforce the plan that you have to reach your goal. And again, when your brain has a reaction to the support that you're getting from somebody, you're going to get a, chemicals that will help support you in doing that. So it's not always the person that is doing the negative thing. Um, it's not their fault. It's not necessarily their fault. There are other things that may be controlling the person and creating a disaster. <laughs> but the thing is, is we can't just keep looking at behavior. We have to start looking at what might be the source and the reason for the behavior because everybody's having reactions to a lot of things that we don't even realize is influencing us. So whatever that might be for you, whatever that might be for me, we have to take the time to stop and assess the situation because things may get worse before they get better. And my hope is that you decide I decide today at this moment that we're going to do something about it because in order for the world to get better, I have to start with me.
you have to start with you. I hope anything that I said, you find it helpful in whatever decision that you make. Um, Because the whole purpose of anything that I share on this podcast is hoping to trigger ideas in order for people to become the best version of themselves that they want to be. In the meantime, everyone, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Y'all take great care. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share us on your social media platform or giving it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackmind.com or life-counseling-transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care, and I hope you come back.